Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. everyone welcome back to the 43rd episode of believe in k-pop and i'm your host emily heidel on believe podcast network and it's the last episode of 2019 oh my lanta this year has really flown by i am really happy to have continued to be able to do this podcast um, with you guys, so thank you so much for listening. Um, thus far, there's been a lot we have done this year. Um, we've gotten as many interviews as I possibly could have, <laughs> but we're gonna continue on with some more interviews. Um, a lot of the listeners um, within our Discord chat have given great suggestions towards uh, different topics that and different people we should have on as a guest. So I hope that I can definitely fulfill those come 2020. I will revisit those. But we are actually going to start a little section to uh, make me be able to plan out other things more in advance than I normally do because I procrastinate like it's my middle name. Um, so basically, this is going to be a little theory, little subsection. Um, today, we have on a Mon Bebe, and she's talking about Monster X's universe, their theory universe, which is more complicated than I knew um, at all. So I knew it existed, but I didn't know how complicated it was, and it sure is... Um, Pretty complicated. Um, but in addition to Monster X, I know Stray Kids has a universe, or it seems like they have theories. Uh, Got7 does as well. Obviously, BTS does. And um, we talked a little bit about Luna. We might revisit that, re- revisit that depending on uh, how their stuff uh, develops as time goes on. But please let me know if there are any other groups that have universes theory universes so that i can dive into it i know bap kind of had one as well um so just let me know if they have if, if there are any that i'm missing i hope i'm not missing k music every day here's your um your <laughs> shout out for episode let us know if red velvet has a universe okay oh exo exo has their theory universe as well what am i thinking oh my gosh so we got bts stray kids got seven exo um possibly luna again um so let me know if there are any that i'm missing girl group wise um so yeah that's what we're gonna do we're gonna have a little theory section that'll probably run through the beginning of february or something like that but today because I was very confused and um, just learning along with the Mon Bebe that was teaching me. Um, there's going to be a lot of, oh, ah, I see. Huh. Okay. Interesting. It's going to be a lot of that because uh, I thought I did my research and then she kind of clarified some things for me. So yeah, that's what we have going on today. Thank you guys really again for listening to this podcast. I swear on my goodness gracious life, I'm going to take into account all of these suggestions that I've been given um, for guests that we have or need to have on and topics we need to cover because I have it in a little document and I will definitely get to your suggestions coming in the new year, 2020. Yes. You know what else you should be doing in the new year in addition to listening to this podcast? You should be thinking more about the type of sleep that you get. Obviously, it's very important. Um, if you're going out on New Year's Eve, you're probably not going to get that good of sleep because you're kind of going to be probably going to be awake or you're going to be like me, lame, staying up all night watching K-pop stuff, you know, 
that kind of thing. But on January 1st, that night, you'll want to get some great sleep. Um, and the best way to do that is with Purple Mattress. Now, Purple Mattress, what is it? Probably the only mattress that will feel different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses one-of-a-kind Purple Grid. It's really nothing like a memory foam that you might be used to. The Purple Grid feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time. So it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable, so it sleeps cool as well. You can get a 100-night risk-free trial, and if you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund, backed by a 10-year warranty as well if you decide to keep it, and there's free shipping and returns when ordered from purple.com. Listen, y'all are going to love purple, and right now, my listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great deals they're offering site-wide. Just text BLEAVE to 84888, the only way to get this free pillow is to text believe to 84888 that's b-l-e-a-v to 84888 message and data rates may apply now let's get into the podcast what's up you guys welcome back to the 43rd episode of believe in k-pop and as i said in the intro of this episode we are going to be diving into the theories of a number of different k-pop groups um today we're going to start out with monster x and we have a mon baby here by the name of Marcella. Um, you can find her on Twitter at S-H-O-W-H-Y-U-N-U, Shohyunu, um, if you want to say that correct or fast, I guess. Um, but Marcella is all the way in Brazil. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Hello. Thanks for inviting me. Yes, no problem. We're excited to have you. I always love having international fans um, to give us other perspectives. And um, the way I found you, um, I really just went into Twitter and I searched Monster X theories. I knew there was a theory universe, but I just I didn't I don't know of any like, quote unquote, theorists out there that, you know, break it down. So I found you. Um, and I found that you, in the way you broke it down, was the theory behind their new logo, all their logo changes, essentially, which also I didn't know they had so many logo changes. But before we get into all of that, tell us how you got into K-pop or Monster X. Monster X was the first group I got into. I saw the groups, but I wasn't interested in them, really. But they really pulled me inside this world. Okay, and did the theories help out with that at all? I didn't really notice at first. So once you got into Monster X and then you found out there were theories, what made you want to break it all down? I saw other people doing their own theories and I thought we could add a bit more details in there. Okay. So, I mean, and you did, to be honest. So basically, um, the people who have been, or what I've what I've also found, so I found your theories um, about the logo, but I also found another theorist that I told you about. Her name, or yeah. her name, I guess, on Twitter is KK. And then, but then her at or handle is at M-X-W-O-N-C-H-A-E. So M-X Wonche. Um, she's located in Vietnam, but she makes music video theories behind all of what Monster X does, which, like I said, didn't know how intricate it was. I, I remember like watching Drama Rama and I was like, okay, this is connected to something. I don't know. It looks like there's a storyline, but I can't really follow it. I don't know what's going on. But then, like, and then I realized when I was watching, I saw them perform in LA and at the Staples Center, at Staples um, in August. And during one of their VCRs, there was, uh, 
they had like the seven deadly sins. And I was like, I don't know what this is connected to. But then when I figured out that they do have a universe after watching Find You, I was like, okay, I see where there's all this like stuff is coming from. And they technically have two universes, right? It's kind of divided between the clan and everything that comes mm -hmm. after Shine Forever. But in my theory, I found a link between the two. Okay, so what's the link between the two? In uh, VCR, they released back in 2016, there was a scene where Chang Kyung, he was doing tarot, a tarot reading about their future. So it's the same thing he did in Shootout 2. It's like he knew, he knew everything they would go through. Okay, so for everyone that doesn't know, Chung Hyun is I am. Um, if you don't know who I am is and you're just figuring out about Monster X, he's normally the one that speaks in English when they come over and promote in the States. So um, so Chung Hyun, he does, Chung Hyun, he does a, a, a tarot reading and then that's where it's all linked because there's, there's the two universes, there's seven deadly sins and then there's the regular world, like or Earth, I guess, right? Yeah. They have a lot of universe, also different realities, where one mm. is alive, another is not, and they yeah. are all trying to reunite in one reality. Right, and so all of this, the seven deadly sins, essentially, it, each of the, and I didn't know this also, but Monster X has a lot of biblical references in their their universe, like I think. Uh, Hyungwon is Lucifer. Um, they're all different versions of the fallen angels, which represent the different seven deadly sins. And essentially, basically, they so essentially, in a way, they're all sort of like the devil in a way. And they they commit these. They have original sins or origin sins, and then they commit these deadly sins, and then they fall to Hades, as if you want to call it that, or to, they fall to hell. And basically, they end up having to face their seven deadly sins in order to come back up into the real world and, like, face Judgment Day, essentially. Like, they're trying to face the apocalypse or save the world from the apocalypse, right? Yeah, they're facing not only sins, but also their fears. And they needed to fall into hell in order to find Hongwon, who was in a way dead right and hyungwon was he was so um not in the seven deadly sins universe but in the the clan universe yeah. he's trapped in a in a time loop like he it, he's trying to save he's trying to let he's trying to make everyone's dreams come true and but then he by doing that he keeps going back in time and gets stuck in this time loop and they have to save him right yeah because since he died in the first part of the story the clan in all realities, one person has to die in order for the universe to find balance. And so the way he dies, he commits suicide, correct? Yeah. Okay, so he commits suicide. He's in a tub. Um, he commits suicide. That's because he's in love with Minhyuk, right? I think the reason he commits suicide was because when he told Minhyuk about his father, that he was suffering, that his father was beating him. 
he thought Mihyuk was rejecting him in the scene, in the scene where Mihyuk just ups and go. Mihyuk was actually frustrated because he couldn't do anything for Hyungwon, but Hyungwon interpreted that as Mihyuk leaving him and felt helpless. Hyungwon was telling Minhyuk that his father was beating him. Why was his father beating him? Do we know that? Because his father is part of the conforming and he was part of the revolutionary. He was fighting with the clan against everything his father stood for. And the theories that I've read, they've pretty much made it seem like Minhyuk and Hyungwon are lovers? Are they're like are they? Yeah, I believe or that. No? I believe that. They are. Okay, so Hyungwon and Minhyuk are lovers. His Hyungwon, I guess his Hyungwon's dad figures out that Hyungwon is gay and starts beating him. And yeah, Hyungwon goes to Minhyuk. Mi- uh-huh. It's a mix of many things. Okay, but and so it's a mix of many things including like his so his dad's a conformist. He doesn't want him to be gay. He wants him to go, you know, with the crowd. He also doesn't want him to uh, just go against society in general, which is also a theme within Monster X's universe. Yeah. How how they are going against the government, pretty much, and people that are Big Brother that's, quote-unquote, watching them. But in the end, Hyungwon ends up killing himself. But then he's also... But in the Seven Deadly Sins universe, he's able to get caught in a time loop, or is it in the clan universe he gets caught in a time loop? He got caught in the time loop since the moment he committed suicide. Mm, okay, interesting. So why why do you under do you know why why then? The universe is trying to be in balance again. One of them should be dead. In OMV, someone has died. In Find You, it was his father. Then he felt sorry about his father's death and wound up creating another time loop that took them to Dramarama, where Juhon had to die, but then Kihyun took his place. Oh. Oh, my Lord. Uh, see, so <laughs> it's so confusing. Like, so, you, so pretty much Find You was a pre prequel yeah. to... Drama Rama. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. And then Drama Rama goes on to shine forever. Drama Rama be- goes to music film Destroyer. Oh. And okay. Jealousy. Interesting. So, what I've read also is that Juhan is the savior. Is the one that's been sent yeah. to Earth to gather all of them together. Yeah. Right? Because Juhan was the leader of the clan. He knew everything. He taught them how to use those abilities, how to do everything, and he had this plan. And that's where the Chan Kyung reading the tarot is inserted because Chan Kyung adopts his plan. He thought they would fail, and Johan insisted that that was the only way for them to reunite. I remember you asked me if the tourists get confusing, and yeah, they get very confusing. And that's why I decided to make my own, and I wait 
I wanted to find all the details that were missed. Yeah, I mean, this is like, so, and I'm not trying to compare Monster X and BTS, but this, this, how Hyungwon gets caught in a time loop, that reminds me of Jin and BTS, he, in their theory universe, he gets caught in a time loop, trying to save everybody, which is what Hyungwon is kind of trying to do. Um, and they each have these negative traits about them that they have to end up facing in order to be able to be right in the world, I guess. Um, and But this is just a little bit more confusing because there's two universes and they there's like biblical reference it's just i was like oh my goodness this is and then there's like different videos reference i guess it's it's kind of similar to bts's um they're both kind of similar to each other i guess but uh it's just interesting how how like both get caught in a time loop but also there's two different universes for monster x and there's also christianity thrown in there too um so each of the members represent a seven deadly sin they also have uh, different X's that are represent who they are as well. Yeah, the X's in the clan, they had the X's tattooed. How did it feel when you were first, you know, getting into Monster X or you were first getting into these theories and you realized that their storyline was about them being, you know, essentially like they're being compared to the devil pretty much like they're you know like i said hyungwon's lucifer i think juhan is beelzebub like different uh figures that have been sent down to hell so they're sent down to hell they have to face their their deadly sins um and they end up having in order to go back into the into earth or purgatory they end up taking on the seven heavenly virtues and we are here so humility diligence patience chastity abstinence kindness patience liberality those kinds of things um how did you feel when you realized that there was like christian like undertones going on in this theory universe i didn't focus as much on the christianity part but Mm -hmm. as a literary student i noticed they had many reference to the divine comedy it's strongly based in the book and 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 wait, in what book is it based in? Divine Comedy. Divine Comedy. What is that? It's a book, uh, written written by Dante. Oh, okay. Like, so it's a lot of their stuff is based in the book Divine Comedy. Yeah, oh. the seven deadly sins are actually they were created by Dante in the Divine Comedy. Oh, I didn't know that. Thank you for telling me that. I had absolutely no idea. So, so you mentioned you're a literary student. Um, I was reading through, like I said, MX One Che's um different theories. Um, and she was talking about alligator. Um, and when I first heard alligator as just like a casual fan of Monster X, I was like, why are they making a song about being an alligator? This doesn't make sense. But then I looked into it. Um, obviously, an alligator can live both in earth and water. Um. Or they can be above ground and under. So like Monster X, they can be under, like in in hell. And then they also can be in earth. And then when an alligator is underwater, it apparently symbolizes the energy that we hide from the world, which is Monster X hiding their seven deadly sins or not really facing them. And then when the alligator sinks in the music video, if you guys go back and watch um, Alligator, when it sinks in the music video, the next scene is when Monster X like jumps up, you know? Um, they jump up and like they have that really like, all are like 
and sink off the ground and like the water's going and everything. Um, and that's supposed to re- represent them releasing their energy and their power and becoming something bigger and better. And then also alligator represents the end of an era. Um, if you if you have any literary references, let me know. So did you find that to be super symbolic watching that music video? Now, I know y'all want to hear more about alligator and the symbolism behind it, but alligators and most X has to sleep as well. And you know what's going to help you all with sleep? purple mattress i told y'all about it at the beginning of the episode but just to reiterate it has an amazing purple grid that feels nothing like any memory foam that you are used to it's both firm and soft at the same time so it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable 100 night risk-free trial you're going to love purple i promise right now my listeners will get a free purple pillow with a purchase of a mattress that's in addition to the great deals they're offering site-wide just text believe to 84888 the only way to get this free pillow is to text believe to 84888 that's b-l-e-a-v to 84888 message and data rates may apply let's get back into alligator okay okay yeah because water has always had a important meaning in the mvs first young one died in a tub and if you go to drama rama there is this there is a scene where he's in the rain and the water goes up, goes up representing time going back. Also in Find mm. You, he's on the water representing being lost in time. So water, water always has, uh, it's very meaningful in their MVs. And, and Hyungwon gets, you said Hyungwon gets caught in water. The only way he can see the other universe is when he has to, he has to drown himself, essentially, right? And that's, and that's how he ends up drowning himself uh, initially. He's essentially drowning in time. Drowning in time. Okay. Um, and if correct me if I'm wrong, but Wanho is the one that saves everyone at the end of shootout when uh, – at the end when he, he shoots – he does the shootout or he shoots and they all kind of drop to the ground. That's him, rep, him representing, or it's representing that he is the one that kind of saves them, right? They're all saving each other. It's essentially they all saving each other and being together. Okay. So just for everyone to know, you can correct me. I know that um, Nyanhyuk is lust. Um, Juhan is gluttony. Um, Hyungwon is power. Um, I am or Changhyun is envy. Shonu is wrath, and Sh- Wano is sloth, and then Kihyun is greed. Um, so those are the they represent those seven deadly sins, and that's they end up having to kill those seven deadly sins in order to come back and save the world. So they do alligator. Then there's some time. It, okay, question: Is someone someone? Does that have to do anything with the music video? Because there's rain in that. <laughs> no. But you know? <laughs> very static. Okay, okay, because I like like BT. Sorry, my only reference right now is sometimes to BTS. But like they like you know some of the music videos don't have anything to do with the Big Bang Town universe, and then some do. Yeah. So okay, someone someone has nothing to do with it. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I thought at first it did because I was like, oh wait, it's raining, there's water. <laughs> okay, maybe okay, it has nothing to do with it. Okay, cool. So they do alligator. Then they come back recently with Follow. And Follow, uh, after reading through all the theories, I was like, oh, that means they're going to heaven. But no, that means, and at the end of the music video, I re-watching it again, I was like, oh, it means that they are like, 
they are shedding, they're officially finally shedding their seven deadly sins. Like the light is coming upon them and they're walking up those stairs to their next journey. Like they're, they're coming out of hell pretty much, right? Yeah, they were finally getting out. And if you look at the lyrics, they said before that the lyrics have reference to the story. If you look at the lyrics, mm-hmm. they mention meeting again in a time that seems like a lie. Oh, unimaginable? Yeah, yeah, something like a miracle. Oh, so where they're going to meet is, is it's a miracle that they've gotten out of where they were. Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. Oh, interesting. I like this. I really do like the fact that they have these intricate storylines. So um, now I want to get in more detail into what... Mm-hmm the your your thread broke down the logos so um there's a lot to it um first of all their newest so they started out with a logo that was pretty much like an infinity sign um like a square infinity sign but it had to do with a rune basically it kind of connects to the theories where like they're caught in this endless time loop for some time finally when they break out of it they change their logo so um they've changed it a number of times right now they the logo with the absolute value on yeah. either side. So they have the the X, and then on either side, it's an absolute value. Um, wh- when you first, I guess when you first were starting to break these down and you saw the, the initial logo starting with the code and the clan and all that stuff, that initial square infinity sign, um, did you immediately know that it had to do with the rune? And by the way, for people who are listening, rune as in R-U-N-E, like a script, like a script like from way back when like a 12th century 12th century right or no no no, that was their first one actually can you can you explain how i'm thinking i'm like i don't want to explain it for you you're the expert can you explain how their logos have progressed they had that first one that was a script from the 12th century the logos connected to the tourists started with the code they had the runes and i saw mm. another tweet about the runes but it was deleted I was a bit disappointed, so I decided to make my own. And Mm. I did the research about runes and everything, and it was so complicated. So I had to first, at first, I wasn't making a treat about the theories, but I I had to make one to understand the runes because runes are very complex. They can have hidden meanings. So to figure out figure out what rooms were being used, I had to understand the theory. Okay. So and and so like I said, guys, the rune like the rune it's not their new logo, it's the the one like it literally looks like an X, but there's something on either side. It's like a little infinity, a square infinity sign or a jagged infinity sign. And then through reading your theory thread um, your logo thread, you talked about how each member has their own rune. Um, the name of the rune, by the way, that, that represents their old logo is called the Dagaz, Dagaz, D-A-G-A-Z. Um, but they they each, in Dagaz, you said, means dawn or day, and the Dagaz rune is represented by a day becoming night and starting again. The meaning is new beginnings, transformations, change, growth, and balance. Um, but they each have their own rune logo. Yeah. Each member? Each member has a different rune represented them. Actually, most of them have more than one rune 
It's called uh, Bindroom. Bindroom. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and does it represent their personality? Uh, Reader, the room represents their characters in Drama Rama. (laughs) Oh, wow. And so their characters in Drama Rama, how does that relate to their rune characters or rune symbols? Uh, The runes have a meaning and they're connected to what their characters felt in Drama Rama. If you look at that tree, they felt frustration after not being able to meet again. And the runes represent that. Okay, and then I, I understand that Monbebe's uh, symbol is a rune as well, right? We only had before that Logota. It does resemble a rune, but it represents Monbebe and Monstax together. Ah, I see. Yeah, because it, it de- it's like a converging of them. Yeah. Okay, so then you used a diagram in this thread. It's called the Minkowski space-time light cone. I tried. I really did try to understand it. I had absolutely no idea what you meant by it because I was like, oh, not only does Monster X have absolute... Also, also, yeah, Monster X has absolute values and apparently the absolute value of X is the train that Hyungwon is trapped in on this continuous time loop, right? Yeah, if you look at the cone, it has first, past and future, and there's mm-hmm. a convergent point. And mm-hmm. that convergent point is precisely follow where they meet the time that seems like a miracle. Oh, oh, so that little convergent point where it says observer, it's that's where follow is. Yeah. So everything after now is probably gonna be in the future light cone? Not necessarily, maybe because okay, they had, as I say, they had many times and were trying to meet in one, and that's the conversion. What I found or what I've seen is that they're constantly going to be in a cycle, pretty much. Yes. They they come together, they find each other, they save the world, then they get separated, and then they come together, save the world, then they get separated. Right? They have come. Close to being together, but only now they manage to finally be together. And so, but and when they come together, though, does that mean that they're going to be separated again? Like it's a constant, like coming together and then leaving, coming together. Like once they find, it takes a long time for them to fight each other. But once they do, then they separate again. Or we don't know that yet. Yeah, we have to wait for the next comeback to figure out. And that's all about love. Which shout out to Monster X that comes out. Valentine's Day 2020. Um, very excited about that. Um, so you use this really cool diagram. Again, I will in this uh, in this podcast, you guys, if you're listening to it, I will link um, Marcella's thread to uh, in the bio description here so you can find it. Um, it is so intricate. I, I'm really impressed by it. Um, and like I said before, um, they have different X's that represent them. So each of the members have different X's that represent each other or represents each other. And so, and it's, that's according to their personality kind of, right? Yeah. Um, like I know Hyungwon's X looks like a, like a retro 
looking ex and it's like representative of his DJing and um, Ki Hyun's ex is kind of like meticulous. It's like exact, like his personality is like you described. Yeah, so very, um, I appreciate you for doing it. Uh huh. It's very detailed. Yeah, I, I think it, it was is, chosen yeah. by Dan. One thing you did that was really cool um, was you, and for people that are listening now, you actually made, you have a download link and you, or you made the different logo fonts for people to download. Yeah, since I, I'm very interested in typography and fonts and all that, and that's what made the thread possible, I decided to make my own font Ah, okay. So if you guys are listening and you want to actually download the new logo font that Monster X now has, um, you can reach out to Marcella. Like I said, I gave you her handle, but then I'll also uh, put it in the description as well. Um, that's super cool that you took the time to do that. Now, my last question for you is now that unfortunately Wano is currently not there, who knows about the future, but he's currently not there. Um, how do you think they will be able to, or what do you speculate how they'll be able to continue on with this universe? Or do you think they'll even continue on because now they're missing one of the seven deadly sins or they're missing a key part to their storyline? Well, I think they will reunite before that. I really think. Okay. Okay. I would, you know what? That would be really cool to see. Um, I obviously, this storyline is so. Um, intricate and deep that it would be very complicated for them to have to rearrange everything um so i would love to see them reunite and get back together um spoken like a true mom <laughs> it's a bit of um irony since the whole plot is about them trying to reunite and get back together mm. and now you're trying mm-hmm. to get one who back seriously i mean really though they like it's like they get to follow and follows like oh we're about to be back together it's about to happen or they we've just gotten back together now we got to go save the world and then this happens and you're like what the heck how are they supposed to maybe i don't know i don't know but either way i hope that'd be that'd be really cool to see them all back together um once all about love comes out but Thank you again, Marcella, for taking the time to speak with us. I hope the people listening aren't as confused as I was when I first was looking into this. But if you want to learn more, you can definitely go to Marcella's handle um, on Twitter. It's at Shohyunu, or so S-H-O-W. H-Y-U-N-U. Um, she has the uh, the theory breakdown for the logos. And then also, like I said, MX Wanche. She also does a lot of uh, theories. But Marcella will be having her own theories that are coming out very soon, and we will definitely look forward to that. So thank you again, Marcella, for taking the time out of your day to do this with us. Thank you, and sorry if, if it was hard to understand what, what, what I was saying. No, it's totally fine. And I think you did a great job, really, in explaining all of this. Um, And I hope you guys, the listeners, enjoyed it as well. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Believe in K-Pop. We're not going to have another episode until the new year. So happy 2020. Um, Happy New Year, uh, I guess, ahead of time. And uh, thanks for listening. Adios, you guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.